Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, welcome to the Be You Do You channel. I'm Olivia Igwe, your London art director. I help female-led business owners to elevate their brand by having a strong signature style for them to walk with ease, class, and excellence. And today, I have them be in their purpose and on their purpose. But I love also just digging deep into creative souls who have an amazing purpose and share it within their passion, but also dig deeper into the science of alignment of chakras and colors and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to see a variety of different amazing souls. So let's jump into it right now. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Be You Do You channel. So we have an amazing, well, should I say an amazing, it's funny because I meet great uh, women all around the world, but I have to say that Valerie is one of the human beings that I haven't really connected deeply. Like we connected a few years ago. We'll explain the story after, but um, didn't connect too long. But yet we just still stayed friends on social media. And as I was traveling, she traveled. We always kept in contact. And it's just to show that, you know, some relationships that you may not know tend to be the ones that are the more enriching that bring you so much. And uh, yeah, I just, I thought it would be a beautiful thing because as you guys may know or not, she is also an art director. She's also an image consultant, just like me. And I thought bringing two um, diverse, strong women to the table and sharing our different stories and our different point of views of questions that we're going to deep, dig deep into, um, probably will unravel something within you and have you find your spot because we really want to be able to bring you a piece of our journey and just share it because having confidence and uh, Valerie's style is absolutely stunning. I mean, she's an entrepreneur. She does a podcast. She works with her family for the last six years. She's been an air hostess. So Valerie, without further ado, how are you? Welcome, welcome. Uh, I am really good and I appreciate your introduction. So you can come at any party with me and introduce myself. It will be perfect. No worries. Anything I shall come. <laughs> yeah. So before we, we start in, would you mind telling us like who you are in your own words? I know a lot of us tell us, you know, who are you, etc. But what um what do you want to share today uh, that okay. you are and where you've come from? All right, I'm gonna tell you how, who I am right now because it's always changing. Um well my name is Valerie, it has never changed, and I'm 30, so that's something that I I'm fully aware of and I'm really actually proud of. Um, and I am a Parisian entrepreneur. So I work with my family, as you said. It's been like, yeah, six years. But really, I've been working with my families all my life because that's what we do in our um, tribe in Cameroon. It's kind of the entrepreneur spirit. So, um, and what can I say? And I think, I think I am an artist as well. See, I said, I think so. I am an artist. <laughs> you are one. You got to own it. I am, right? <laughs> and I am also a coach. So creativity coach and image consultant, as you said. Um, what I do is I, tr I help people um, develop and expand themselves through creativity and style. But of course, it's a lot of um, self-development, um, but with an approach uh, with neurosciences and epigenetics and transgenerational. So we are trying, I'm trying to talk about the person in the whole, you know, and, and trying to 
uh, have that this person not ha having to need me anymore, you know, so that's the, the main goal. Yeah, and that resonates because I think, you know, as a stylist and an art director and image consultant, when we when our clients come to us, it's more about how we can leave them with more um, baggage or armor to like protect themselves because the goal is not for them to come back to us every single month and say, you know, yeah. it's like figure right. your stuff out, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to work together. Um, and I love that because you're more into a human being. You're not just a person another yeah. sale or something because um that is so important i love that so before we jump into i did have like a few rapid questions i didn't tell you because i was like okay we're gonna play a game so yeah. you gotta choose them between one or the other and you gotta okay, go cool. as fast as you can whatever the first one comes right. it's only gonna be a few I so ready you ready yeah. yeah pizza or pasta pizza okay forest or beach forest for sure Silence or music? Silence and music? <laughs> it depends. No, you can't. Okay, I, I will say silence. Okay. Independent brand, mainstream brand. Independent brand, for sure. I knew that, but yeah. I, you know, I, know, I know people don't know you, so I was like, I have to throw that yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Orange or yellow? Orange. Earring or necklace? Earrings. Head wrap or no head wrap? Head wraps, yeah. Uh, and last one, I had it in just in my mind. I can't find it. <laughs> okay. Because I had it. Anyways, amazing. Um, okay. So let's, uh, let's dig deep into um, a few important questions and I'll bounce back maybe on some that you have. But uh, one of them that I've, pro I've always had a, um, not an issue, but to a standpoint of being authentic and unique, and maybe you've had that too, is what makes you different from any other art director, image consultants mm -hmm. than anybody else. Not that you're better, we're all different, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really good question. I will say that, hmm. I think that the, the first thing that I will say is that I know that I am unique as a human being and so and i know the person in front of me is too so we are meeting like two souls are meeting and we are like both two miracles trying to work together and knowing that i know that i am different like from the the base that's something then i will say that i'm not but i don't really know about the other but what i will say is that i I am working with you like more than what your with more than your brand I will say like what do you want to say and how do you want to say it and why do you want to say it and I I am making sure that it's coming through from a place of like you know like you know your second brain or maybe your hurts it has to come from here um and it has to be like really intentional and really true and really like, you know, something that you wake up for every day, even when it's hard, it has to be that. So if someone comes and say, well, I would love to sell more, blah, 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 or show that I'm this, I will be okay, but let's make sure you are, or let's make sure it's really what you want to express. And let's make sure that you're not doing that just so you can appear a certain way um it has to be like true from the image to who you are you have to 
embrace that thing that you want to, to, to show to the world. So I will say that I will, yeah, that's what I do. I, it's a, it's a holistic approach, I will say, definitely. So we are going to talk about everything and, and, and we're going to talk about you being vulnerable also and showing that to the world because I personally, I will, I mean, it's hard for me if you ask me to create something where everything is perfect and oh my God, everything is so like, it's not what people need anymore, I think, because it is really damaging um, people's mental health to see beauty, beauty as defined by, the, by someone we don't know who um, and see that uh, just, you know, everything is so perfect and it does not exist. It's, it's, it's an illusion and it hurts people. So let's show something different. That's what I, I want to do with the people uh, that I'm working with. And I'm sure a lot of art directors are doing the same. I, I just feel like my, my work as a coach and as a creativity coach and as a, a neuroscience geek and epigenetic geek as well, I feel like I can bring a little bit more because I'm going to see more I feel that what you showing me mm. and we're gonna go towards that mm. so when you say epigenetics and um, I know you've been on a journey of, of doing like cold showers with yes early in the morning how how are you able to blend all three universes that you're blending so creativity to also the facts but also the epigenetics and all that geek stuff that you love and I, I know yeah. we connect but so how does that work in all three for you um it is a it's so weird because most of the time I've, I'm learning stuff and I don't even I'm not even sure that I'm learning them when I'm learning them. I feel like, okay, I'm watching this documentary, I'm reading this book or I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, okay, I get it, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm doing something else on another subject. And then there is this connection that is happening in my brain, you know? Um, and because the brain is plastic, so which means that you can always transform it and you can always shape it the way you want when you know you can shape it because if you don't know that it's just gonna make sure that you are surviving and you are uh well living eating main shit and not being in an uncomfortable place but when you know the power of your brain and the power you have over your brain or with i don't know if it's over or with then you just realize sometimes you have like oh my god oh, when they're saying that about the cold shower and this about the neurotransmitter, it means that, oh, when you have a trauma and then everything blends together and you have like this whole, whole picture that didn't make sense at the beginning because you had only small bites of it and then at some point you, you see fully and you're like, wow, okay. And the more you do that, the more you, you are learning, the more the picture becomes clearer uh, more in depth, more like you can feel the texture, you can maybe smell the smell, you know, and it's becoming like a new reality at some point. And that's how you are not living in the reality that is like mainstream, as you asked before for the brands, but an independent one. Yeah. So would you say that you're living in your purpose today in 2020? I, I am actually, I am, and it's hard. Mm. hard because I think living in a purpose it's first of all accepting that the word that is presenting 
to you is not the reality that is here to protect you, serve you, heal you, transform you, you know. It served only one purpose. I think it's to make sure you are buying as much as you can so the economy can work. And so I don't think they, and they, I don't know who, that, who they are, but I don't think the system want us to be like independent and being in our purpose. Because if you have people on their purpose, well, why would they be at war? Why would they be racist? Why would they do that? You know what I mean? Mm. So we need that kind of chaos. We need they, the word, the system, I don't know, need that chaos. So the, 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 the power in place stays in place. Mm. Um, for me, living in my purpose means that I am not going to be one new person who's going to be just the result of my parents' um, history. And I, I need for that to understand what their story is, what my people's story is, and understand how it, it affects me in my life every day, in my cho choices, in the way I love, in the way I talk, in the way... And then decide what I want to keep and what I don't want to keep. Mm. And that's, that's the hardest work because when you've been doing that for, when you've been a certain way for a long time, and plus you have your DNA, DNA uh, working uh, towards that, and you have the society who, does not, who doesn't want you to be different because then it's like a reflection of what the people are not, so it's make them uncomfortable. Uh, it's hard, it's really hard. But I feel like I'm, I'm definitely in that because I don't see how I can live. It's like I took the red pill. I, there is nothing that I can do. You know, I'm like, okay. You already took it. You already have it in your Yeah, it's, it's over. Like, I, I, I just, I, I, the only thing that I can do is just keep on doing what I have to do, you know, even if it's hard and, but it's worth it so much, definitely. Yeah. So would that also be the reason why when you talked about understanding your DNA and your parents, was, was that one of the reasons why you and your sisters did a podcast? Yeah. Um, how did that? Was that, if you could definitely. talk a little more about that. First of all, the podcast was uh, totally inspired by a Red Table Talk of uh, Dada Pickett's piece. I actually, I, I have chills. Um, I just thought, and I still think that it was one of the most impactful um, new shows coming for the, I will say the black community, but in general, I think it touches more people, but it's sometimes really focused towards that community. And I was like so inspired to see those three generations being able to talk so freely about stuff. Mm. And I, I was like, oh my God, this is first of all, so beautiful, so true. And thank you because it's such an example. So I was like, okay, well, you also work with your mom and your sisters and it should be a we should do that together mm. um, and i just decided to launch that uh, it's called Lidrum's podcast so it's our last name and i was like okay we're just going to talk about whatever comes up and the main thing is that we need in order to not being repeating the same issues or the same mistakes or the same patterns as our lineage have been doing before we need to be able to free the speech and to talk about anything 
And it has been a, an amazing experience um, because first of all, it, it, we, we are closer than we've never been before, definitely. I'm able to talk about sex with my mom. And yeah, I know, there was a podcast, I think it was the second or the third, you yeah. dive straight in. Let's dive in. And I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, I, would, I could never do that with my mom, blah, 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 blah. And I totally get it. But in the meantime, I'm like, if you don't talk about sex with your mom when you are a young woman, with who are you going to talk about it? Oh, we can talk about this with your sister and your friend, but we know like this is the transmission. That's what we are missing today to be able to talk about what life really is without being uncomfortable. And I know it's hard, but you can survive being uncomfortable. You can seek discomfort, as yes, they already said. Just do it because this is after that discomfort that there is something for you, that is growth, there is. And so, yeah, it has been an amazing journey. And, and we are always talking about subject that sometimes we are just unpacking stuff that we are going through right in the moment. And sometimes it's hard because we're like we still like sisters and you know competition and 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 we have to deal with our education and the way our parents raised us and even though we are same same parents we've been raised by two different human beings at every each of us every stage yeah, yeah. like your brother your sisters are so um, brother too are just so different you're same yeah. family but so different so different <laughs> so different <laughs> And so what it told me is that in order to just to be in purpose and to be free, it's really to be in purpose for me to be at peace and not be like, okay, I need to prove someone something to someone or I'm at peace who, with who I am. In order to do that, we had to understand how our parents raised us and to understand what they did not because they wanted to hurt us, but because that they did the best they could. And it's hard sometimes because at the beginning you just want to be mad at your parents because it's easier. But growing up, it's accepting that your parents are adults. And at some point, if you want to be parents, you're going to do some stuff also to your kids without even not wanting to do that. Mm. You're just a result of your own education. So how can you, how can we understand where they're coming from in order not to be just mad at them and be like, oh, you did that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, our parents for like people who are from um, other countries, uh, we are first generation before, like they came into the, those countries without nothing. Mm. They had to start from the beginning. They had to be in a country, most of them like with white people all over and being like the outcast where maybe before they were not that in their country. So, now I understand what it does to your mind. I understand what it does to your psychology because I've studied that because I wanted to understand because I want to help our people, but the people in general to free themselves from what the history has made them go through, you know? And also I'm doing that for myself because it's a journey. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, okay, I'm, okay, I'm done. Thank you. No, no, no. It's a, it's a learning, pro like I'm always learning. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense because you're always, you always got to learn. I mean, I think it's not the fact that you guys have put this podcast together. One makes you, as you say, being connected, going through yeah. stuff. And there's also things that our culture and different cultures and where, whoever, wherever you have been, 
you know, the things that you wouldn't say that are sort of like taboo. But the thing is, if you don't unleash it and you don't say it, then you may be holding something that's stopping that opportunity or, you know, that breakthrough that you may have or whatever it is. So, yeah, that makes sense because the more you hold, and I'm sure like you've seen it through your clients, the more that you hold on to stuff, the less you're going to get because you're not allowing it to come through. So and it's hard. I understand that it's uh, it's possible, definitely. Mm-hmm. So in your words, with everything that's, you know, this whole growth that we've had in 2020, is there like one thing that you've learned? Because I know that since you guys have been in lockdown, especially you guys in France, your whole family has been literally together, like yeah. 24-7. You guys were already close working yes. together. But it's like that, plus you have nephews and nieces, right? So how has that been for you and for your mental space and, and wow that's a good question yeah um what is funny now that i realize we did what we used to do back in africa when you know several generations are living together in the same space so in a sense it's like going back to the roots and also we've never really lived all together with my sisters because we like 40 from 22 so we had to get to know each other really and to accept each other and to work on ourselves so we so our energy is not coming to disrupt the energy of the group because everything is linked and since we are working together when something is off in our personal life and i put quote unquote because there is no such a thing in our yeah um then the business is something's wrong in the business so sometimes it's so heavy to carry because you're like oh my god this is not working at work so it means that something back there is not working and you need to go and to take care of that and we have like what we call energy points every monday so it's maybe four to five hours of us just unpacking everything like what is going on in your life and da, 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 and we try so every to- monday you guys do that every monday and okay. yeah it's in- yeah it's intense yeah. but we are so linked business wise that we don't have a choice we don't have a choice because if one of us don't feel good and mm. she's not able to just do her work and if she's not we as strong as the weakest link of yeah so we need to make sure that everyone is at, is feeling good and that is the hardest part but um in terms of my mental space i will say that i it has been a challenge for me for sure because i realized so many things during this lockdown and actually in 2020 like so many things about myself and the hardest part i think is to just accept what i'm learning from myself and embrace it and keep and, and keep on you know i add those things okay i am like this it seems that i am like this or i love like this or i am sensitive i am that sensitive and I need to add that in my, in what I think is my identity and then still be okay. And I love myself. And sometimes some, some points are okay. And some it's so hard because you're like, Oh my God, it's too much. Oh, I love myself. Yes. But do I really love myself? So it has been, it has been, um, yeah, it has been intense, really, really intense. But I, I'm so grateful for that period. I'm so grateful to be honest for everything that we are going through right now. Mm. Because I'm always, I decided at some point that I will always choose the light and see the silver lining in everything. It doesn't mean that I'm like um, 
I'm not seeing the gravity and the weight of everything. I'm just seeing, thinking that for the lights to be, darkness needs to exist as well. So it's the same for the darkness. And I believe that there, are li there is light. You just need to put the right shades on to see that. Mm -hmm. And I'm working toward not having to put shades anymore, but just so it's my, my eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. So how, how are you able to protect yourself in, in, in having those shades? Because you say, like, it's not easy having that strong mental toughness. I mean, I won't lie. I've been with all, everything that's been going on. I have not, I do not wish to participate in it just because my mental space is so important. And if I go running into what's going on, then I'm living for somebody else's purpose and not mine. Yes. So how do you, how have you been able throughout this time and maybe before is finding your own space? Is it, do you think it's because of your surrounding? Is it what you put in your ears or what I, do you do? I think it's, I've been through a lot of, I will say, life explorations. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see, when you're able to see what the darkness is, uh, in others and in yourself mm. um, and that you you've seen like yeah you've seen stuff and you're like okay um, this is also part of the word um, as I said I have a, one of the episode of my podcast which is called uh, free yourself from the matrix and I truly believe that we are in 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 kind of a simulation where this reality that we are living through right now it's not I'm not saying that it's not real I'm just saying that maybe there is more to it or maybe there is a way for you to live in a different one mm -hmm. because I totally follow you uh, when it comes to not participating in that way um, with everything that is going on because I believe that we need to be like there are, you know the, the book I think it's the warrior of the light Paolo Coelho and I believe that there are that we need different types of warriors so we have those people who are going in the streets and they're fighting and they're like brave and courageous and fearless and i'm looking at them and i'm like i'm like so afraid for them and at some point i know they they are needed and there are, we have people who are going to the uh, the tv and they're speaking and they're intellectual and they are trying to, and there are people who are doing other things and i think we need a lot of different ways to be warriors and I think we need all to find the way that is the best for us. Because I really don't believe that doing that and jeopardizing your mental health will help any, any fight. Because how can you be a fighter if you're not feeling well? It's not possible. No. It is not. Any kind of superhero you see needs rest, needs, you know, yeah. energy to re- yeah. Yeah. Yes. So my, for me, my, how I want to participate and just to keep on doing what I'm doing, which is having a podcast where I'm addressing mental health and telling people, okay, I see you, I admire you and thank you, but make sure you are taking care of your mental health because you're able to fight that fight too long if you're not. And also, don't forget that this reality that you are in where you're putting all your energy and your anger and your sadness that's the purpose and when you are doing that you're not working towards being you being excellent being free 
being someone who's gonna be an inspiration to others. It doesn't mean that I don't think it's necessary. I'm just saying that my choice is to be, okay, what I'm gonna do to fight that is to be excellent, to be able to spread the word as much as I can, to be able to coach as much as much people that I can, as much people that are maybe impacted in our community. And so they can see maybe what is really going on because it's not what we are saying. Hmm. So in other words, would that be a little bit like your peace? You found like your own sense of peace? I, I, I don't know if I found it. I know that there is a way and sometimes I'm just, you know, so it's, for me, there is no such a, I mean, I think if you're a monk, you can be at peace all the time. But I think that finding your peace is just a journey. Sometimes you're like, oh, I am so da, 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 on top of everything. And the day after you're like feeling like shit, eating crap and being like on Instagram, being like, oh my God, life is over, you know? And it's, it's a part of the journey. It's okay. Um, but I, I just, we are going through a lot of PTSD right now. And I'm reading this amazing book right now. It's called um, The Body Keep the Score. And it explains how your traumas are shaping your body, uh, your maybe disease, your anxiety, obesity, anorexia, anything. Most of them, it's stress-related because you have been through something and you haven't talked about it and you haven't processed it. And so then at some point you are, I don't know, having anxiety attack every day and you don't understand why, or you are suicidal, or you are anything. Like, I think there is 5% of the disease that we have that are gene related. The rest is stress related. So imagine what is going on outside for those people who are fighting every day. Um, releasing cortisol, norepinephrine. So, you know, those neurotransmitters are here for a reason and that's good. But when you are releasing them all the time, then it's going to damage your body. It's going to damage your brain. It's going to damage everything it can damage because that's the way it is. And then you have some disease and then you cannot be a fighter anymore. Mm. So would you say that... Um going to style with that because i know a lot of you probably you have had clients that have told you just like me oh my goodness i love your style style's amazing but it's you how can i find mine so how do you how are you able to with everything that is going on etc what would your tips be in terms of sharing how they would find their own style or how do you work um for your clients I think the first thing to 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 see uh, when you're working with someone and maybe to talk about to talk to talk to that person for a long time and to try to uh, identify how that person feels about herself because you cannot have your style or mine if you're not feeling conf confident at some point. Even though for me, for instance, style was a an answer because I felt I felt like I've been blended, trying to blend too much because I was a, in a white community and I was standing out already too much. So at some point, for a long time, I was blending like, okay, let's not see me because we you see me. How and long then, was that? Was that when you were born to like? How long? Yeah. Did you born to I think um, I went to business school during I think yeah 
starting business school so around 20 for 20 years i was trying to blend so 20 years of blending it creates habits it creates right yeah trying yeah and so my response when i realized that i was there there were no need for me to blend is that i went all all up in the style and when i was in the style i was seeing how it impacted the the people in general i was going in the subway people were staring at me so i had this attention my ego it boosted my ego i felt much better because i saw how people were talking to me differently and being like oh i love this and admire in admiration and i was like really like really (laughs) my style is something i wear every single day like do you really think i'm different right and i was like okay so once this the ego stage finished so i was like okay i'm gonna be like this in your face then i realized that i could definitely take a part of this energy and have it embrace it within me so now i feel like my style is a little bit I will say discreet, but people will not will not accept that. I will be like, really? No, you're not discreet. I feel it's discreet for me, <laughs> but I feel like I'm a little bit less um, out there. But I am. Do you mean like, now your style is less out there, or before? Now, now, okay. now. Even though I have, uh, I'm looking at my clothes right now, and I have a lot of them, and but I just feel like I don't like. I say I don't need that anymore. You know. Yeah. And what the lockdown told me is that maybe I have too much clothes. And for me to say that, I know. Tell me about it. (laughs) Yes. But I think that's beautiful because you're taking time on yourself and saying, look, you know, this is not working for me anymore and finding your style. Because when we met, when was it? Five? Four? Yes, I think five. five. He was at a party and I came up to you and I was like, hey, I love your style. Because yeah, I was trying to figure out where, where we met. Uh, but yeah, that was at your party. No? No, it was in a hotel. I think it was in the 17th in Paris. Do you remember the black party? Uh, black, um, black Fahrenheit. Black Fahrenheit, yes. Yes, I remember. Okay, yeah, because after you uh, had a party at Upgrade where you work yes. with your family. And yes. then I met Jacqueline because you right. guys, really, she was a model and you also were hosting. And then after that, I think we were supposed to meet again and then we never did. And five, six years later, here we yeah. are connected still online. Okay. So I, and I understand because when you at the first, when I met you, it's true. Your style was very much not in your face, but very much like, this is me. This is who I am, yeah. et cetera. And for you now to say that your style is becoming a bit more discreet, I understand that because as a stylist, I get you. Same thing. I'm like, I think my style too is starting to just be yeah. more minimalist, should I say. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like you don't need to prove anything anymore no. because you know that your worth is not based on what you're going to wear. And yes. I can be actually today wearing a white t-shirt and a, and a, 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 a black trousers and just some dumb basket i don't care anymore because it's the you way think I that's because of the 30s hitting the 30s i think it helps i think for sure uh it, it has had an impact but i think the whole journey lead to that yes. but yeah the 30s was like okay there is something like okay what who do you want to be who do you want to be yes and and yeah so right now i'm like you know i've i didn't put any makeup during the lockdown and right now i'm like do I need, I don't have a lot of makeup, but I'm like, do I need all that? I'm not quite sure, actually. Mm. I don't think I need that anymore. So I'm going into more 
you know, low, not low key, but more, I don't know. I don't feel like I need to. I don't, don't need to like prove to anybody who you are. And I think that's even for us. And I think as art directors and image consultants, we've just realized that we can still thrive and still wear pieces that make us look good, but it's got to be what's your value, as you say. And I mean, same as you, I'm not very much makeup. I have like a few brands, but like, don't get me wrong, same clothes. If you look at my wardrobe, I don't have many pieces. Now, will I wear it on a special occasion? Yes, and I can rewear. The same lockdown, I've just been just super chilled. Why would I put something that, I mean, I work from home anyway, and I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah. You, you work with your sister, so I mean, your sister see you all the time, but um, unless it's a special event that you have to wear, then of course. Um, so in terms of um, in styling and shopping, like where do you find your pieces? Uh, thrift shops a lot. Yeah. I, um, I don't think I've been into a regular shop in a long time because I have also changed my main, mindset. I realized that, okay, you need to be careful about everything that you, your body is a temple. So you need to be careful about everything that you're doing. So with who you are having sex with, who, with what, what are you eating? What are you watching? What are you listening? You need to make sure that it's aligned with your values. So, and also, as I said, I'm a forest girl. I've been growing, I grew up there. I had a forest next to my house. And it's so weird because when I lived there, I almost never went into that forest. And yet I feel that the spirit of it is like in me. So I really, truly respect the nature and I am working every day towards making sure my I'm making sure that I'm working my talk because it's it's a good thing to say, oh, I love nature. And then I, I, I need to make sure that what I'm going to buy is not going to be detrimental to it. So it's a long process because I need to change my habits and everything. But when it comes to style, I will say that, okay, minimalism for sure. And also not going to those mainstream shops anymore. Not because I don't think the style is good. I think there are many great pieces. And of course, they are looking at the runaways and trying to find the best pieces and doing them. It's just that I, it does not respect the nature, the environment. It does not respect the people and the community was, who are making those clothes. So how can I pretend or say that I want to be that spiritual person and yet wear something that maybe someone has been suffering making it you know what it doesn't make sense anymore and why and and do I need to have the latest top that I'm gonna see in another girl and in another girl another fashion show and everybody has like they had in is it Vuitton everybody had like the same top on the same row I was like did you guys connect yeah so I, I, and I'm not judging people who are still going. I'm just thinking that it's good to ask yourself why you are doing that. Are you buying this stuff because you need it? Yes. Or are you just to feel something within you? And when we are working towards style, that's something that we are talking about. Because if you're looking for someone who's going to make you like the shopping all day long and buying all the stuff, don't come with me because that's not how I feel. That's not our work. I'm going to first see what do you have in your wardrobe and how can we make sure that you can use it 
more than you are using right now because it's about so styling. So maybe this top you can wear it this way and this blah 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 blah. So do what, what with what you have first, and then if we think that some pieces are missing, then we're gonna try to find depending on on your budget also of course. places where we can find amazing amazing stuff. And to be honest, most of my 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 clothes are from thrift shops today. I yeah. Yeah, definitely. The mm. more, the most iconic one, the one where people are like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I'm like, well, 20 bucks to a thrift shop. And I'm like, oh, I never find anything when I'm going there. I will never, I'm like, this is just a mindset. It's a mindset. And come and I'll show you because you can find amazing stuff. Yeah, because, you know, I always, you know, for my clients, I tell them the same thing. You know, when you go shopping, you have to go with the intention of, I need something. Well, you have something in mind, but not the specific thing. And thrift shop is also vintage. Same thing is like you have to look for pieces and you have to take them out, try them. There's also the smell, right? Which I know can be a little bit like aggressive, especially if it's leather. But it's really, you know, feeling the fabrics. And generally, those fabrics are much lost much longer than what you have in mainstream stores. And what you're saying is so true. And I think that it's less of um, uh, immediate gratifications to go to the thrift shop. And we are not used to that anymore. We want stuff fast, clean, ready to go, buy, boom. Yeah, but when you do that, you're not thinking about it. There is no intention behind it. So yes, maybe it's a little bit messy and smelly, but at least you're really like, there. you're taking the time to think, is that... Because you need to imagine also a little bit because sometimes the clothes are just like a bunch of stuff and you're like, oh, but you need to take it and to look at it and to take the time and to touch it and to feel it. And maybe there is a history behind that. And so I think it's a beautiful way to tr- like to this transmission that we are talking about and we are lacking in our society. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe the clothes that I have right now, I'm going to give them to someone else and in two weeks, someone else is going to wear it and it's good. Because mm. we don't need that much clothes being made in this world. We don't need that. So, yeah. yeah, that totally makes sense. And as we wrap up, um, a question on this, uh, with everything going on, is there something that you haven't excelled yet that you would like to drive more into? By the uh, end, literally only have like six months left till 2020 uh, in this new decade. I think that there is not much that I excelled in. I think I'm I'm walking towards excellence, but it's I I'm, I'm trying to keep this beginnings mind. So always acting like I don't know much because if you act like you know stuff, then you're not gonna look that much into it. So I'm trying to keep that you know fresh mind and being like, okay, this is new. I don't know much because maybe I know a lot. Maybe I, I know a little bit more of you than new, but. When I look, it's like when you're in the ocean, you are deep down and you look, there are like mountains of water on top of you. Like, oh my God, this is endless. This is infinity. So um, I think that one of the things that I'm working towards right now is to be, well, we were talking about being at peace, but being less thinking. Like I know my rational brain, so the neocortex is on fire all the time because I have all this information and I'm always okay this is that da, 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 da. and I and it sometimes it causes anxiety that's weird so mm-hmm. the power that you have from learning can cause you anxiety like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I'm trying to do right now is to be a little bit like to really implement um 
spiritual practice every day in my life because okay. I can I cannot have the luxury not to do that. And sometimes I'm like, oh no, I'm good. You are not good. Do it every day. So you say discipline, and what does your uh, spiritual practice look like for you? Yeah, discipline uh, by oh well, I've been doing yoga every day for well, I think uh, forty five days or so. So this yeah. first like helped me being grounded, shape my body, and and also I don't have any inflammations anymore that I used to have, so which is really good, and I know it helps with um, some chemicals in my body, so it's really good, and it's also a spiritual practice because it's a lot of letting go, it's a lot of accepting to fail, it's mm -hmm. a lot of stillness and silence, which is something that I need. Um, but what I need to add more, I've been doing breath work, you know, yeah. the things I sent you. Wim Hof. Wim Hof, definitely. It has been a life changer as well. So um, there are different steps in that practice. And I'm now about 45 minutes of breath work. So you are going into another dimension with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with, that, with me knowing that, it's still sometimes hard to do the work. Mm. That is crazy. I know what it does to me. And yet sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do it. Ugh, it's not about just do it and also meditation so i've been really studying joe dispensa lately and also um, this guy from uh, mind valley Vicente. yes mind valley i really really love his spirits and he's like what i want is that i don't want to have intention anymore but i just want to be to have this high higher vibration so i don't so things just happens in a natural way you know and i know it's possible so i'm working towards that mm, that yeah. makes sense and um as we're wrapping up i mean we could talk for hours but yeah. you know, i think we were supposed to do 20 minutes but i think we did more just because i just I'd love to just talk forever and ever. We could just change the world on our world. On but yeah, what is one thing um, you would like? Well, where can the people find you? And two, what is one thing you want uh, people to know uh, about you? Or maybe you have a sentence or a quote that you live by. Well, uh, there are so many sentences and quotes. But what would I say makes sense today? Um... The one that I'm trying, that I'm, yeah, okay. The one that lately I had to, I add to my podcast, uh, Amulet, at the end is like, don't forget that the most important moment you're, in your life is the one you are living right now. Mm. And because sometimes I'm doing something and I'm thinking about everything else and I'm like, oh my God, life, blah, blah. And this sentence come back to me like, this is the most important moment of your life. So just be in it. Mm. yeah because time is something you can't get back yes mm. yes mm. so this one is really like touching me um and i think there is another one that i'm trying to live by but it's so hard it's um feel fear but do it anyway gosh who said that that brings up i don't remember because <laughs> that resonates so well <laughs> i feel like i've heard it in tom bilieu interviews okay I can think calm too, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, and sometimes you feel the fear, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna die, and you, you, you're not gonna die, and it's hard. So those things are important, and it's something that I want to share with the world. Like, just feel fear, but do, do it anyway, because the the world needs you to be okay, to be happy, to be at peace. 
We need people to express their gifts. We need people to share their stories. We need people to inspire, you know, and that's what I am finally accepting to do as a human being. I'm trying and I, I'm accepting to do that and maybe to inspire other people, not because I think I'm the bomb, which I am, because we all are at some point. You are, darling. Bomb.com. Yes. <laughs> but also because a lot of people have done that before me and they allowed me to have the knowledge that I have right now and to thrive and to change maybe the, maybe if I, I, if I had stayed the way I was supposed to be, I would probably be married right now with a Cameroonian guy and there is nothing wrong with that, but I will not be working in my lineage. I will not trying to understand how my brain works. I will be in another dimension. And to be honest, I'd rather be where I am today. To be honest, yeah. And I love that because it's it's asking questions and questions that you need. Yes. Uh, absolutely. So where can the, I call them humans, but where can the humans find you? <laughs> uh, in so many places. The first thing, if you want to listen to my podcast, it's on uh, upgradepodcast.paris. Uh, there we have uh, six podcasts a week. So basically we have the podcast that we're doing with my sisters and my mom. And then we each of us have a podcast that is um, out any given day of the week, depending on the schedule. And also on Instagram, Instagram, I'm Valerie DJMS. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'll put the links below. It says yes. And if you want to follow the family business, it's called Le Jumes. Um, and yeah, we're coming up with a lot of different stuff. We just want to, you know, leave our dreams basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because, you know, it, you don't need to have a thousand ideas. You just have to have one and stick to it and be disciplined. Um, and then that brings you closer to what you're wanting. And I'm sure it helps people somehow, yeah. you know, so thank you for being an amazing gift, Valérie. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to do another one, see each other face to face at some point. Cause I, you did, you. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to come to Paris, but coming to Paris, when family needs you and it's like, okay, for three days. Yeah, no, yeah. but uh, thank you so much guys. Go and check out Valérie. I'll put all the links below. So you guys can go and check out, check her out. If you like this, do me a thumbs up. If you wanted also just to connect with her, do any comments, write them below wherever I'm going to post this. But yeah, thank you so much, darling. Well, thank you for having me. And I want to say also, since I have the time and uh, maybe the audience to say it, I, I really admire your energy. And I feel like at some point I was wondering, how does she do it? Like, how does she? Yeah, because I feel like being a sunshine is it's something that when you are that all the time, where do you find that strength? And, and really, you've been an inspiration uh, for me to... Yeah, it's good to have people you say, okay, see, I have few girls like that who are like, okay, those people have always this amazing energy. So whatever you're doing, just keep on doing it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> <laughs>